Yo, what's up everyone? Josh Tonga here and today I want to get a little personal and share with you guys the day when I confronted my biggest fear that literally changed my life forever. And be sure to stay till the end of the video because believe it or not, I'll be including the actual recording of that day or at least a part of it which has never been released online until now. Because honestly, it was more of a personal and a private thing that I kept and treasured to myself all these years. But decided it's probably a good idea to share it with you all now and hopefully encourage someone out there. But first, let me give you guys some context. As many of you know, I was born with only one hand, an underdeveloped hand, and it's been something that I've struggled with pretty much most of my life. And growing up, I was teased a lot by other kids, and even some adults can be pretty cruel too, you know what I'm saying? Whether it was kids in the neighborhood or even at school, it's like I was an easy target for them, you know, and they'd have these disgusted looks on their faces, and they say things like, well, at least I don't have one hand, you know, kind of throwing out some cheap shots. And I wish I could say that I never let those things get to me, but truthfully, they did in more ways than I would have liked. And so I became extremely self-conscious about my head. And I felt very ugly. I felt very different and very insecure. And I was always wondering, you know, are girls ever going to like me? Or what job am I going to have? You know, where you probably have to use two hands. Or am I going to have to deal with uncomfortable stares the rest of my life, for goodness sake? I mean, these were the fears that I had on a regular basis. And because I had a hard time accepting myself, I ended up either keeping my right hand in my pocket most of the time, or when I was a kid, I would hide it under the sleeve of my sweater because I was just too scared to see people's reactions. So whenever I tried taking my right hand out of my pocket, it just felt so unnatural to me. And it felt like the whole world was looking at me as though I were some sort of freak show or something because that's what I've been called. I've been called a freak before. Now, I know it's not true, but that's how I felt. Now, I've been public speaking since I was 17. My fear was so bad to the point that like, no matter how awkward it looked, I'd always keep my right hand in my pocket the entire time I spoke. All right, so about that day. The year was 2006, and I was standing outside the university library about to speak at an event, and it felt just like any other day. In fact, I even spoke at a conference a week before in Los Angeles. And before I started walking toward the auditorium, I thought to myself, I'll just do what I always do. I'll keep my right hand in my pocket the entire time I speak, just like I did last week at the conference. And like every other time, no big deal. So without a worry in the world, I went to my speaking gig. And then shortly after I entered the building, no joke, something out of the ordinary happened to me. I heard a very distinct voice. But it wasn't just any voice. It was gentle, yet firm. And it didn't sound or feel like the, the usual voice in my head, especially because of what I heard it say. The best way I can describe it is like an internal audible voice, interrupting my thoughts. You know, call it God, the universe, my higher self, spirit guide, whatever. But the voice was crystal clear. And it said, you are going to show your hand today. That's it. That's all I heard and I was wondering what the heck just happened and I was tripping out. So what did I do next? I started panicking <laughs> like big time and I started pacing back and forth in the auditorium freaking out. And it's funny because even afterward people said that they saw me pacing back and forth. But anyway, I wasn't sure if I was ready. Was it a command? Was it a prediction? I mean, whatever it was, one thing's for sure, I definitely didn't want to do it. So once I was called up to the front to speak, I seriously didn't know what to do anymore because hearing that voice threw me off. And I had my right hand still in my pocket and I felt extremely, extremely uncomfortable. And the audience was probably wondering what the heck I was hesitating to say or do. 
And I remember thinking, why am I doing this? You know, I've gotten so used to not doing this for so long. Why am I going to do this now? And it got quiet. And I joked around a bit with the audience. By the way, humor is a great defense mechanism, folks. There were these awkward pauses here and there because I was struggling to get my words out. And then I burst into tears. And there I was, just standing there, vulnerable, with all eyes on me. Here's this grown man crying like a baby in front of all these people. And I tried removing my right hand from my pocket several times, but I just couldn't do. Then I got overwhelmed with all these painful childhood memories. And the pain deepened even more. And I started doubting myself, you know, and not sure whether or not I can go through with it. And then my close friend at the time, he stood up from his seat, and then he walked to the center of the aisle in front of everyone. And then he looked directly at me. Check this out. Then he gave me this really intense look with his eyes and slightly nodded his head like this. No joke, just like the one Mr. Miyagi gave Daniel son right before a special kick in the Karate Kid. But I was still struggling. But then, what seemed to come out of nowhere, there was this courage that suddenly appeared. And then while my eyes were still fixed to the ground, because I was too stinking scared to see the audience's reactions, it happened. And then I took my right hand out of my pocket, and then I held it up high for everyone to see. And then I finally found the courage to look up at the crowd. And what I saw was something that I'll never ever forget. I saw people's eyes staring. But this time it was different because they weren't even looking at my hand. Instead, I saw them looking straight into my tear-filled eyes and ultimately straight into my heart. And at that exact moment, folks, something in me changed. And I started speaking with this intense conviction, even to the point where a lot of people in the audience started crying too. Then there was this domino effect of one person opening up about her body issues in front of everybody, being vulnerable. And then everyone started sharing their struggles, crying and speaking into each other's lives. There were so many tears that night, I remember. There were tears of joy, tears of pain, tears of healing. People were scattered all over the place, dude, where the whole auditorium was filled with these loud, loud cries, no exaggeration at all. And this went on all the way past midnight. It was thinking crazy, you know what I'm saying? It was definitely a night I'll never forget. You see, folks, there comes a time in life when that one decision you make of facing your fear can literally change your life forever. And that painful day for me back in 2006, which I like to call a beautiful mess, has created for me a new beginning. And I'm 36 now. And since then, I've become more open about my struggles. And I feel stronger as a person. And that day has helped me to believe that I can do anything. Reminding me to go beyond my self-set boundaries, no matter how scary things may appear to be. I was recently interviewed on a show and I was asked what my biggest weakness is. And to be honest, I still have moments where I get a little self-conscious about my hand. Then he followed up asking me what my biggest strength is. And I said that my biggest strength is overcoming that fear every day. You see folks, it's a process. And what I've learned is that it's not about having no fear whatsoever, but it's about overcoming your fears. That's what ultimately matters. 
confront it, face it head on. Because not only will it change you, but it might even change and inspire those around you. All right, so now I'm going to let you guys hear the actual audio of that day. I didn't even know it existed, but someone in the audience recorded it and gave me a copy afterwards. Remember, this is just a really short edited clip because the raw audio is super long. And I only wanted to keep this stuff relevant for the purpose of this video. But who knows, maybe I'll release a full version one day, we'll see. Now let this video just be a simple reminder to love yourself. Because what this world needs is a greater, a more fearless, and a more loving you. And with all that said, enjoy the audio. Love you guys. Peace. something in here that I wasn't going to share because it was too personal. But as I was back there, I'll get to that. Anyways, I was a uh, Sorry for getting kind of emotional. I've never cried in my life, okay? I'm a man, <laughs> whatever. You know, uh, anyways, I, I grew up in the church. Um, I'm going to share something really personal to me that this is something I really wasn't planning to share because I still wrestle with it. Uh, it's not a big deal to some people, but. struggling with my whole life. Um, I was born differently. And uh, some of you guys know me already, so some of you guys, this might catch you by surprise. And so it's just one of the reasons why I don't, if you don't notice it in the beginning, I don't really get too open about it because I've seen people freak out and stuff. And uh, So if you could do me a favor, just do your best to respond in a way where it just won't hurt me. Something some of you guys know, some of you guys have known me for years and never even noticed it. Oh. You guys, this is the first time I've ever done this anywhere, okay? This is really hard. Love it. 